Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. If you're having a difficult day or need some support, log on to your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. From here, we invite you to send us your prayer needs so we can pray specifically for those intentions. And if you have time, scroll down on the homepage to personally pray for the needs of other members of the RPR family. Visit your CatholicRadioStation.com and click on Prayer Requests. You can also send intentions to us from the main screen of our app. We're blessed to be able to join you in prayer. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor, and each week we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. This is Real Presence Live, where the devil is dumb, Christ is king, and the Catholic faith is taking the place of secular living as the lifestyle of choice. Again, this is Father Tim Beeren with Michael Goldsmith here in Winona, Minnesota at the Chancery of the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, and we welcome John here, who is with Catholic United Financial. We would like to uh, invite you, John. Uh, welcome. Are you here with us right now on the phone? I am, Father Tim. Well, welcome. So um, we wanted to ask you, uh, with Catholic United Financial, if you can give just a brief background, first of all, about Catholic United Financial and your role with them. Sure. Uh, Catholic United Financial is a uh, fraternal benefit society. It's been around about 141 years uh, serving Catholics that whole time, obviously. Uh, we're based out of St. Paul, Minnesota, but cover uh, basically the five-state area, North South Dakota, Iowa, Wisconsin, and Minnesota. And uh, one of the main focuses of Catholic United Financial is education, both at the uh, uh, school level, seminarian level, and then a lot of what I do and what we'll probably be talking a little bit about today is educating uh, parishioners all over the five-state area in terms of uh, Catholic end-of-life issues and financial and estate planning and those types of things. Well, I appreciate that opportunity because a lot of times when we hear end-of-life issues, we hear that phrase, we don't always understand what that means. So when you, representing Catholic United Financial, John, uh, talk about end-of-life issues, where are we going with that with you? Well, we kind of break it down into two sections. Uh, one is we typically have the priest, deacon, or pastor at the church 
um, talk about Catholic end-of-life issues, meaning um, you know, how do we communicate to those that may be making decisions for us in terms of medical treatment or end-of-life decisions, uh, funeral planning, those types of things, dealing with, you know, lack of a better way to say it, dying or death and uh, ultimately getting to heaven. Um, what are some things to plan for? What are some considerations ethically uh, in terms of, of the Catholic faith? And then part of what I do, end-of-life planning, is really how do we make sure that the gifts that God has blessed us with in our lives, the, the stuff that we own and have, how do we plan for that to get to the best mm-hmm. place when we pass, whether it's our children, our church, our charities, those types of things. So really kind of dealing with dying and planning for the the passing over of, of assets as well as making sure we're following our Catholic faith in terms of end-of-life decisions. Well, you talk—I'm sorry, Father, you talk about that, John— with the importance of wills and making sure that the, those wishes are kept. I mean, in our day and age, we we more and more see that, you know, there's legalities and things that kind of come up when you have mm-hmm. these. And if you don't have if you don't have them set forth in your wishes, you know, and if you're not able to speak to those issues when the unfortunate event happens, I mean, can you kind of go into that a little bit about what the importance is there of having that? Sure. Sure, absolutely. When I when I do my workshops and work with people individually, uh, you know, the big word that I use is communication. You know, if we're unable to speak or ultimately when we pass away, we need someone to speak for us. We need to set forth a plan. You know, I always worry about if I don't have a will or a plan that tells people what I want and, and more importantly, naming somebody to speak for me, whether I'm incapacitated or again, ultimately pass away. I'm leaving that kind of up to chance, and and by having a good will or a good estate plan or, again, a good health care directive, I'm able to communicate to those that may need to make that decision for me. What it does Mm -hmm. is it makes their decision process a lot easier, alleviates a lot of pressure, um, especially if there are multiple children or multiple heirs that, you know, are trying to make these decisions. So it really just helps things go smoother, if possible. And, uh, and kind and of you, direct, you have those, direction. Oh, sorry, John. You have those kind oh, of set ahead. up, and then you you have them so that they're you know with the hospital or wherever you're going to be, so that they're they're going to be followed too. You you help work that out, right? Oh, absolutely. We help them with uh, designing a healthcare directive. We help them with designing a will, trust mm-hmm. if need be. Um, I'm not an attorney, so what I do is get people ready to go see the attorney. So if a person needs to do a will or a healthcare directive or a trust or whatever might be the the case that fits their certain situation, um, we at Catholic United really just kind of coach and get people ready to do that and and put together a good plan and then make sure the right people have those documents, Mm -hmm. you know, so if something does happen, there's not a gap there of, you know, where in the heck did dad put his healthcare directive and, you know, how do we find it? But it's in the right hands, whether it's the hospital clinic or obviously the healthcare agent or the representative of, of the estate. Again, this is Father Tim Buren along with Michael Goldsmith, and we have John Tetzloff on the phone with us from Catholic United Financial. You're listening to Real Presence Live. And as we are welcoming John here by phone, he has given us wonderful um, opportunities to hear about the importance of end-of-life issues. Uh, you know, another thing that pops up when it comes to the end-of-life is the idea of having that trust, and, and you've kind of briefly talked about that. And But what mm-hmm. is that trust, and, and why could it be a good idea to have that trust? Why, why do we want to have that? 
Yeah, well, again, uh, just to preempt, the trust isn't certainly for everybody's planning, but what I talk about when I when I recommend people work with the attorney and, and explain what a trust is, is it's, it's if someone has a desire to manage stuff for somebody after they're gone, and I'll give an, a kind of a common example, a young parents have young children, and if something would happen to those parents, they need someone to manage assets for those young kids. Well, a trust mm-hmm. is used, and I kind of use the analogy of a trust as like a bucket. It holds assets for those young children, and the young parents name a trustee to help manage those assets for those young children until they get to a certain age. Uh, trusts are used a lot as well when someone might have assets that uh, aren't easily divided, like a farm or a cabin or a real estate. So I might say, let's put it in the trust, and then mom and dad get to make kind of the rules or the, the decisions on how that piece of property is divided or spent mm. or sent out. And so they're really a, a way for someone to manage assets after death um, for certain people. Again, they're not for everybody, but it is a good planning tool if that situation certainly comes into play. John, I know somebody that has benefited uh, at a previous parish who wouldn't mind sharing uh, without going, you know, too public, of course, but Mm -hmm. uh, in their particular case, they found your workshop to be very advantageous because Mm -hmm. not only did they, uh, you know, discuss um, this option of a trust, but they did meet with an attorney. And what was very helpful to them is that they are farmers and they own hundreds of acres of land. And I don't believe that any of their children were going to become farmers. And so they wanted to ensure that they could set up this trust uh, with the assistance of Catholic United Financial to benefit not just their children, but their their grandchildren. So, uh, so oh, I did. Uh, yeah. So that's a beautiful way to allow them yeah. to to carry on that that hard work that they have done to to get to where they are at in their life. And of course, Catholic United Financial John is is just assisting people to understand that you know all we have comes from our heavenly Father. And how do we best uh, you know use those resources? I you know I've been a priest now for twenty years, and I've never seen a you know, a trailer hitch on a hearse going out to the cemetery. So you always hear that, yes, for sure. It's got to be. It's got to be given somewhere. So, John, can you kind of tell us? You talk about these workshops and stuff. Where, if somebody's listening right now and they want to get a hold of you or uh, you know, Catholic United itself, uh, where can they go? Uh, do they look um, for their parish, well, or do they, or, or what can you kind of give us? A, yeah, well, they could start with their parish. Um, typically, uh, you know, the best place is the website, obviously, and that's catholicunited.org. Mm-hmm. And there we have all the workshops listed um, everywhere. So okay. you maybe not even just in their particular area, but there's a listing of all upcoming workshops uh, that we are doing. Again, I travel quite a bit, so we get all over. And uh, I know there's uh, one coming up on the 28th, in Montevideo at 7 p.m. and one on September 4th in Granite Falls at 7 p.m. Okay. Uh, we just did one last week out in Clara City, or maybe that was this week. I'm getting my dates mixed up, but yeah. that was very well attended. And I actually did two in St. Cloud this week as well, um, awesome. and it was very well attended. So it's really kind of nice. People come together, usually a crowd of 15, 20, 30 people, and we just help people kind of think about things. You know, the priest always does a wonderful job um, 
talking about Catholic values and human dignity and things that right are and go important. over all that uh, stuff. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And then we. If they want to get one out, yeah. If they want to get one out in their area, they can they just you know go to the website there and uh, and leave a mes- and leave a message for somebody to get back to them and uh, you know because like you said we're all the way you know through uh, the great listening area of North Dakota, South Dakota, Minnesota, Wisconsin. If they exactly. want in their area, that uh, just go to that website, CatholicUnitedFinancial.com, and then they can get it started from there. If they if if there yeah, isn't one li- yeah. if there isn't one listed, that you guys would work with somebody if you, to get one going. Exactly, and if, and mm-hmm. there's a uh, tab workshops, and there's actually a uh, there's actually a uh, spot to say request a workshop, and it kind of you know you fill in the blanks basically. And then mm-hmm. that either gets to the local representative or myself, and then we follow up with people and uh, and uh, hopefully can get some dates set and, and get right. her done. Well, we do have that one date that you were talking about in Montevideo. It looks like Brian uh, Zitzman is is the local representative Correct. there, and they are going to go over the uh, uh, the workshop on August twenty eighth at St. Joseph's Parish in Montevideo at 7 p.m. there. And you also Correct. talked about Granite Falls, which is going to have uh, September 4th uh, after Labor Day at St. Andrew, um, St. Andrew's Parish in Granite Falls. And you can text uh, the workshop to 1-800-568-6670 to save your seat. Uh, I'll say that number one more time, it's a little slower. 1-800-568-6670. Six six seven zero, or you can certainly probably call the the parish itself and talk to somebody there. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Yep, or reach out to Brian, or again, uh, sure, go to the website and they're all listed there. Um, yeah, we're also doing one September September fifth in Marshall, Minnesota, at six thirty p.m. at the church there as well. So for those that that may or may not be in that area, kind of in that in that one. area there. Yep. Yeah, so we've had John. Yeah. We've had John Tetzloff here. John, we are so grateful for you to be representing Catholic United Financial this morning on Real Presence Live, and uh, along with uh, Michael Goldsmith and myself, Father Tim Beeren, here in uh, Winona. We're grateful because, again, Catholic United Financial is everywhere in our listening area, and it is a phenomenal organization. I myself have benefited. I became a member underneath, I believe it was Mike Matuska, based out of Mankato. Yep. And, Mankato, um, yeah. Yeah, so, and I know that my folks are involved, uh, you know, I know a lot of people, and I I have um, two, actually, um, uh, groups that are in my parishes where I currently serve, and we're going to be in the parade at St. Charles this uh, this weekend, so, um, so, John, anything else to follow up before we let you go? Um, I, again, I would just suggest people take advantage of the workshop. We don't, uh, we don't sell anything there. It's strictly educational. Um we have a good time. Uh, you know, we have good interaction with the crowds, and there's good questions answered. We stick around afterwards if someone has a uh, more of a personal question. And then we always offer our services uh, that are free of charge if you're Catholic uh, to help people kind of take it to the next step, whether it's review what they currently have or help them develop a plan and then kind of walk them through the entire process uh, and uh, it's pretty painless. Um, it's just a matter of doing it. And so that's what we encourage at these workshops is just get people to kind of start thinking about that stuff and then how Catholic sure. United Financial might be able to help them through the process. You bet. Well, it's so great that you were on today. You know, uh, a good way to evangelize, too. If you, if you want oh, to get these things absolutely. taken, you know, join the Catholic Church. <laughs> exactly. Well, I always, I always tell priests when I'm talking about these workshops is, 
what a great way to get parishioners or others into your church other than on a Sunday, you know, and, and right, to be involved right. with the parish and kind of meet people. And, and uh, again, we have a good time. We, we kind of keep yes. it light and, and uh, have some fun with it, too. So that's yeah. important. Well, thank you so much for your work. I mean, it's a definitely a service to God's kingdom. Uh, along, along with you know being all that that it is, but uh, you know that that you are certainly doing great work for the church. So, thanks yeah, so much for being with that. us. Yep. yep God no bless problem. you. Thank, yes. Thank you thank so you. much. Yep. Up next, we're going to hit the road for the ten-minute tour of our local events. Later in the show, do you know someone who could make a good priest or a religious brother or sister? Well, we'll hear more about the beauty of vocations with Father Jason Curran. And we'll be broadcasting live from the Chancery here in Winona, Rochester, and talking to Father Jason live here in just a little bit. When I'm, Fa I'm Michael Goldsmith with Father Tim Buren, and you are listening to Real Presence Live. We'll be right back after this break. Stay with us. There's more Real Presence Live to come on the Real Presence Radio Network. Built Upon a Rockfest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rockfest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rockfest on September 14th. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering a high level of care. We're pro-life and pro-family, so we respect all human dignity while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from Mystic Monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer clinical services, including immunizations and individualized medication packaging. Mayo Pharmacy is located at 303 North 4th Street in Bismarck. Our number is 701-223-2424. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Events Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday, the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Welcome. Welcome back. This is Father Tim Buren and Michael Goldsmith, and we are ready to get buckled up. Here we go, and we're 
here in Winona, Minnesota at the Chancery office. And yep, there we go. We're getting buckled up because we are on the road and we're going to be heading out here. So where are we going to go first, Michael? We're going to St. Anthony's Fall Festival. So we're going to be going to St. Anthony Catholic Church in Linton, North Dakota, and we're hoping to get somebody with us. And in the meantime, they are holding their annual fall festival on Sunday, September 15, 2019, of course, here at the Lytton Knights of Columbus Hall. Doors will open at 3.45 p.m. and serving will begin at 4 o'clock p.m. and go until 7 o'clock p.m. St. Anthony Catholic Church in Linton, North Dakota, their fall festival. The meal consists of fried chicken, ham, hamburger rice, mashed potatoes, cranberry salad, a variety of desserts, along with all the trimmings. St. Anthony Catholic Church is with us now with Tim. So, Tim, why don't you give us some other uh, highlights of your event? So tell us all about your fall festival. Welcome, Tim. Well, good morning. Good morning. Well, I good guess, morning. Like, well, I, like I said um, you know, we got coming up on Sunday, September 15th, which isn't that far away no more. You know, it starts at like uh, 3.45, door opens, you know, start serving at about 4, till about 7. You know, so uh, hopefully hopefully we'll never run out of food for anybody. Like, you know, we have a silent auction. And Bingo, which is in the church basement, is right beside uh, AC Hall, where this is happening. And anything else, and uh, oh, great! I guess you know. I guess I don't know. I guess I can go through it. Like your um, starts like at for adults, yep. like twelve dollars. Children six to twelve is six, and children five and under three. Oh, that's awesome. Well, thanks, Tim. We'll, we'll hope everybody comes to St. Anthony's Catholic Church in Linton, North Dakota. Thanks for being with us this morning, and God bless you. Oh, thank you, and you have a good, lovely weekend. So. Yep. Thank you. God bless you. Mm -hmm. Now we're off to the Church of St. Michael's Fall Festival in Great Pine Island, Minnesota. The Church of St. Michael is hosting their annual Fall Festival on Saturday and Sunday, August 24th and 25th. And on Saturday, starting at 10 a.m., there will be a tractor pull. And I know Father Kiesel is looking forward to that. So it's going to be right out there, church. Arts and crafts and vendors and farmers markets and silent auction. A bingo is going to be happening and there will be concessions available. On Sunday, a delicious roast beef dinner will be served from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Tickets may be purchased at the door, adults 11 and students 6 to 12, $5, and age 5 and under eat free. Uh, can we go and say that we're 5? Yeah, right. <laughs> there will also be a tractor show starting at 10 a.m. and silent auction, kids outdoor games, bingos, raffle, farmer's market with fall, fall mums and kids pedal tractor pull will happen and arts and crafts will just sounds like a great time for the whole, whole family and there will also be music entertainment and a quilt show on both days. We hope to see you at our fall festival. Thanks for helping us advertise our fall festival. And that is at St. Michael's Church in Pine Island, Minnesota. And that is in uh, Minnesota, just off the Highway 52, August 24th, 25th. Next, buckle up. We're going to the KFC Breakfast, St. Therese Church, Rapid City, South Dakota. So St. Therese de la Sioux on the second Sunday of each month. This parish in Rapid City invites you to enjoy a wonderful pancake breakfast while helping support the children of the area. The Knights of Columbus Council 80, 25 serves up their famous pancakes from 8.30 till 10.30 a.m. This is a 
helpful opportunity to gather with your friends in the community or make some new friends. All proceeds will go to the local children's charity. So again, the Knights of Columbus Council 8025 in Rapid City, South Dakota at St. Therese Church. And now we're going to go over to Nadia, who's on the phone for Dakota Hope's annual fundraising banquet. Nadia, are you there? I sure am. Thank you for having me. Yes, can you tell us what's going on in Minot? Okay, on September 16th, um, we are having our annual fundraising banquet for Dakota Hope Clinic. And for those of your listeners that don't know, Dakota Hope is a life-affirming pregnancy health center. We're actually the only one in North Central and North West North Dakota. So we serve a wide area, and this is our major fundraiser. And we're very happy to welcome Trent Horn as our keynote speaker this year. Mm. And that's a 501 uh, nonprofit, so all of that you can be as tax-deductible also, correct? Yes, we are a 501c3 um, nonprofit. yes. So um, donations are tax-deductible. And the other thing I'd like to mention is that um, we have underwriters that have generously stepped up to pay all the costs of the banquet in advance mm. so that everything that is raised that evening will go straight to um, be put right to work with our services to help women and men who are uh, dealing with an unexpected pregnancy and help them choose life. Well, very good. That's 100% free then and confidential when you go to the clinic. Is that right? Absolutely. All our services are free. We offer pregnancy testing, ultrasound. Uh, we have our Earn While You Learn program where they can, if they choose to carry their child to term, they can earn uh, free items for their baby. And we offer long-term support uh, for during the pregnancy and up to three years after the birth. Awesome. And the, and the doors open at 5.30 p.m. and the dinner is served at 6. Where do they call? Oh, 6.30. Uh, 6.30. Yeah. Dinner is at 6.30. Yep. All right. And where, where do they call, Nadia, to uh, RSVP? You can call, they can call our clinic at 701-852-4675, or they can go on our website and register online. There's a Partner With Us tab on the website, which is dakotahope.org, and just click on that tab and you can register. All right. Thank you so much, Nadia. We're off to our next one. And we're off to okay. St. Anthony's Pancake Breakfast in Ely, Minnesota. Diana, we have you by phone. Welcome, Diana. Thank you. Thank you. Tell us all about what's going on at St. Anthony's on August okay. 25th. So, so St. Anthony's in Ely, Minnesota, we are way up north next to Canada. And so I'm grateful that we can get this message out. We're having a breakfast at St. Anthony's um, for the Skyline Vineyard Maternity Home that's down in Business, Minnesota. And that helps uh, women that are um, pregnant and need some housing and help with a few other things. Um, so that's why we're having a breakfast to have a fundraiser. Um, I guess I would like to let the hearing area know that you might not be able to make it to the breakfast, but if you are able to go to the Star of the North Maternity Home site, you can still donate. They have a donate spot. They also explain the needs. So that's at St. Anthony's in Ely. It's this coming Sunday. The the breakfast is going to be held at St. Anthony's. And again, it is going to benefit the Star of the North Maternity Home. Diana, uh, what's your favorite part of this breakfast? What's my favorite part? What's your favorite part? 
my favorite part is the food. Yes. Yeah, we have about 20 women in my Bible study, and we're the ones sponsoring it. So everybody brings muffins and coffee cakes, and then we also uh, make up with some um, eggs and pancakes and sausage. And well, this is going to be it. A wonderful breakfast. Sorry to interrupt. We have to keep going, yeah. Diana. So just they can, again, look it up. Star of the North Maternity Home is how they can benefit. Uh, and then again, you're at St. Anthony's in Ely, the fourth Sunday here yes. this August 25th. Thank you. Oh, thank you. And thank so you. glad that we could get all that wrapped up for today on our 10-minute tour. We feature this every Real Presence Live. If you'd like to have your event uh, featured, please call Brandon at 877-795-0122, and we'd be happy to feature it. Uh, we are going to be coming up with Father Jason Kern, and he's going to talk to us about the priesthood and religious life after the break here. And later we're going to begin with a brand new school year, so we want to talk about how students and parents needing to do what they need to get ready and prepare for on the first day back, and we'll hear more for about that. And we are broadcasting live from the Chancery here in Winona, Rochester, in beautiful downtown Winona, Minnesota, right on the Mississippi River. And I am Michael Goldsmith. I'm with Father Tim Buren, and we'll talk to Father Jason Kern right after this. Stay tuned to Real Presence Live. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Radio wants to honor our fathers. As Catholics, we see our priests as spiritual fathers. We have so many great priests in our listening area who model and guide us to a closer relationship with our Heavenly Father. Each week on Real Presence Live, we will honor our spiritual fathers with a dozen donuts donated by a local business to share with their staff. And of course, a good father would want to share. Let us know who you would like to honor. And each week, we will draw a name to share stories of great spiritual fathers. Visit yourcatholicradiostation.com to honor your father today. Broomtree Retreat Center near Irene, South Dakota will be offering an inner healing retreat October 11th through the 13th with Jane Bars and Mike Schneider of the Matthew Ministry. This retreat, which begins Friday evening and ends Sunday afternoon, offers hope and freedom to those seeking a way out of hurt and sorrow. For more information about the ministry, visit thematthewministry.com. To register for the retreat, call 605-263-1040 or register online at broom-tree.org. Choose the number one nursing program in the nation at the University of Mary. The University of Mary is ranked number one out of more than 2,000 nursing programs nationwide. 100% of our graduates pass their certification on the first try. And University of Mary scholarships give you your senior year free. Choose the best nursing program in the nation, University of Mary. Check us out at umary.edu slash nurses. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Again, this is Father Tim Beeren along with Michael Goldsmith here at the Chancery in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, located in beautiful Winona, Minnesota. And we are welcoming here in the studio, just down from his office, Father Jason Kern, who is the vocation director for the Diocese of 
Winona Rochester. So if you know of someone who can make a good priest or religious brother or sister, or if you know anything or have any thoughts about this, uh, we're going to invite uh, Father Kern to share some of his knowledge with us. And so stay tuned. Father, welcome to the program. Thank you, Father Tim. Great to be with you this morning. What can you tell us a little bit about yourself, first of all? Sure. So I'm the vocations director for the diocese. I grew up in a city called Oatana, about an hour and a half west of here. Um, and I've been the vocations director now for three years. So I'm looking forward to uh, continuing the good work that God is doing in these men and women discerning their call to the priesthood and religious life. A common question people in the pew will ask is, how are vocations? How can you respond to that here in the diocese? Yeah, overall they're good. I mean, young men and women are still following God. They still want to know His will and to follow His plan for their life. Uh, obviously, it's not easy in this culture and this time to, <laughs> to sort through and figure out if, what God's calling us to, despite the distractions and the many pressures that come in culture. But overall, uh, we see a, a strong response that God continues to work in people's lives. Yeah, we were just talking about with with uh, Dr. Susan in evangelization, and it kind of came up, you know, and we also talked that you th- that they're just starting to come, and, and uh, Father Tim here was saying, you know, that you guys are welcoming them and, and bringing them in. You had a nice uh, uh, retreat for them, and you had a nice barbecue welcoming them with their families, and then uh, the other seminarians that are we're welcoming them, so it's it's a great camaraderie in there. Can you kind of speak to that a little bit? Yeah, we had a great uh, kind of gathering with the seminarians last week. There's 18 young men who are discerning the priesthood for our diocese, which for a rural diocese, that's a strong number. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, we always want more, right? Absolutely, <laughs> but it's a good number that we're at, and and there's a real strong fraternity among the guys. They they really look to each other to be a support and a strength mm-hmm. um, and help each other grow. The older guys look and helping the younger guys, and vice versa, with new energy and new zeal for the faith. So it's a it's a huge encouragement to me. It's a, it's life giving to walk with these guys in their journey. Yes, and many of us, you know, know someone who might make a good priest or religious or brother or sister. It's not terribly uncommon to hear people talk about this, but. Is this something that we can, we should keep to ourselves, or is this something that we can actually bring up in, in our faith and in our journey? Yeah, I think it's important to have conversations with young men and women who are thinking about, could possibly be thinking about, would make good candidates for the priesthood and religious life. And we have to do it genuinely, right? And oftentimes we kind of do it joking. Oh, you ever thought about being a priest? Right. And people kind of feel like, oh gosh, they're putting pressure on me to do this. And it's an opportunity for us to have an intentional conversation with the young person and say, you know what, I see really good qualities in you that would make a good good priest or a good religious person. Specifically ever, bring that out to them? Yeah, to them and then also to the pastor. So the pastor is thinking about that person. Mm-hmm. If you see something in someone, there's a reason you see it. And we don't need to put undue pressure on them. Sometimes it can be too forceful. We have to be careful right. about that. Maybe they get it a lot from their family or something. But we have to pray about it and ask God, should I say something to this person? Yeah. And encourage them to consider what does God want in their life? Do you ever hear of students that have been received into the, the seminary that that speak on this, on the importance of having some strange person at their parish come up to them out of the clear blue and say to them, have you ever thought about being a priest? Have you ever had this experience then? Absolutely, yeah. And I think the number one influence is their pastor, that if their pastor says something to them authentically, mm. that, that has a heavy weight. But all the time people say, you know, the woman at the parish said this, and I never thought about it before. Just one guy this year, uh, Bishop Quinn said something to him at the bishops and rectors dinner for our diocese. He said, have you ever thought about it? He was at the dinner with his mom, and the it hit him like a lightning bolt. He'd never yeah. really given it serious consideration. Now he's in the seminary. Right. <laughs> and we have different things that go on throughout the diocese. I mean, we can kind of get into that a little bit more. But, uh, you know, what are some of the, like, Quavatus days, and, and if I'm saying that correctly, or but, uh, you know, what are what are some of those 
Sure, there's a lot of different programs out there. There's everything from an Andrew dinner where you get together with a pastor, a priest, and they tell their vocation story to the people who might be discerning. Uh, there's all kinds of opportunities. One of those that we're currently implementing in this diocese is called Cal- Called by Name, mm-hmm. and it's run through Sarah International or Sarah USA, the Sarah Clubs, who, who's a vocations-oriented organization mm-hmm. where they pray for vocations and support the priests and religious by praying for them and supporting them however they can. And then they run this program in, a, in parish settings, and the it's basically that for two weeks the pastor invites people to submit names of young people in their parish who they think would make a good religious priest or or religious person and they submit the name uh, to the pastor with contact information the pastor can sort through those if he desires to and then they're ultimately given to uh, me the vocations director where I can contact them and have a follow-up conversation to say that their name was suggested that they were uh, thought to be a good person a good candidate and it's it's meant to be low impact it's not meant to be this high pressure thing it's meant to help them just think about it, gain some resources and how they might discern if God is calling them to that. Right. And so it, it's creating a conversation with the young person yeah. where otherwise they might think about it just for a second in the back of their mind, but they may, may never take any action. Right. So the program tries to get them to take that next step of thinking more seriously about their vocation. Awesome. Well, I'm Michael Goldsmith. I'm here with Father Tim Buren. We're in Winona Chancery here talking with Father Jason Kern. And he is the vocations director for the Winona Rochester Diocese, which most most uh, dioceses have a, a vocations director, right? Yes. And you also have people that come from other dioceses. At the, at, it's not just uh, we're we're lucky enough to have one in our diocese, but there's other people that come from other dioceses uh, being sent to the Immaculate Heart Seminary. Correct. Yeah, yeah. It's rare to have a seminary in your diocese. In a lot of ways, um, there's there's one in St. Paul, and then there's one in Winona for mm-hmm. college seminaries. And so we're blessed to be. I'm, I live on faculty, and I'm on faculty there. I live there, mm-hmm. and I'm blessed to to have that opportunity to work with many different guys from different the Midwest, really, and to work with them and to walk with them in their own discernment and vocations. Yeah, you know the people in the pews, Father Kern, have noticed, of course, the um, the challenges that a lot of the pastors face today with being with being uh, spread thin in some ways and in some regards. And so, how can uh, the laity assist uh, with this? this program that is being rolled out with the blessing of Bishop Quinn, how can they assist their pastor uh, to encourage their pastor who may find themselves, again, with everything else they're doing, a little, you know, stressed for time or whatever, how can they uh, assist to encourage a parish take on this program? Yeah, it's a great question. I think the best thing about this program is it really doesn't need anything from the pastor other than his approval. And then uh, he, he can use it as an opportunity to give his own vocation story, to tell his story if he has never done that at the parish or just to talk about vocations. And so he can adapt it to the timeline that works for him that might be fitting for the parish and then say, okay, for these two weeks, I'm going to talk about vocations and the importance of why God is calling and how God calls in our lives. And it, it shows the emphasis that where do parishes come from? They come from the parish. They come from families. Right. And so the pastor has a, a primary role to be the vocation director of the parish and to support and encourage those. And so right. it's based on what works for him. And then, But he doesn't have to do any of the, we have cards, we have everything available that he just has, we just have to get his approval to put in the pews that people would then submit into the, sure. that they would turn in. So the program is meant to be light on the pastor, that the lay people would carry it out and, and help with the initiative. And, and you know, that's that's one thing that's going on in this diocese, Winona, Rochester, but I mean, throughout our listening area, we we do have the Sarahs that are across, you know, it's a, a national, uh, actually uh, international society. So mm-hmm. if you want to get involved in that manner in your local parish t- our area in your diocese, you know, you should talk and talk get that in start that conversation so you can help 
both support the priests that are there, but also bringing in uh, younger priests, uh, seminarians that are going to be uh, able to go into the seminary. So, I mean, it's really important that the laity get involved, is it not, Father Tim? Absolutely. Father Kern can definitely speak to that. Yeah, and and even if you don't have Sarah available, their, re- their resources are available. Right. They're always available that you can uh, go online and find what might work, and then they're, they're happy to support because they want to support vocations everywhere at all times. And so those resources are available through many different ways online. The sarahspark.org is a great website that has lots of parish resources mm-hmm. um, from Sarah. So. Is there a specific date this program is going to be rolled out? So we've kind of initiated it or announced it uh, this August. It was in the Courier and different uh, avenues uh, that were sent communications to the priests and, and other staff of the diocese. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, But it's meant to be implemented throughout this year, so any time that a pastor would like to utilize it or take advantage of it, it's meant to be made available to them at their convenience. Sure. And so uh, kind of the director of Sarah for this area, Joanne uh, Eichten, is helping with rolling that out and helping me to coordinate with the pastor that might be interested so when uh that you you know you always talk about it father you know but what what in the last minute here so can you kind of like uh what would you like to say to maybe somebody that's listening or you know that would is kind of just discerning this a little bit what would you like to finish up with yeah keep praying for vocations that's the primary thing god is the one who calls god is the one at work in people's hearts and the more that we can support them through our prayers we can't lose the fervor about really asking god to bless our our parishes and our diocese with Mm -hmm. vocations the more that we implore him the more that he will answer and then in that then as you pray and as you ask god for grace does he give you a specific insight into how you can do this in your parish is there a way that you can talk to your pastor and say hey you know so and so might be a good candidate. Have you ever had the chance to talk with them? Mm-hmm. Or is there anything I can do to support this father? And just to see what he says. Oh, that's key. Can, yeah. Is there anything I can do, Father? You probably can attest to that. And being in, I mean, I mean, you can too, Father Jason. But I mean, Father Tim, being right in a parish, you know, how how does that? fit in. You it know? is definitely helpful because yeah. we want to be able to partner. And of course, as Father Kern acknowledged before, you know, uh, priests come from the parish and mm-hmm. we want to be able to identify that and to and to assist the people with that because they desire the sacraments, right, Father? And they want to be able to receive the Eucharist. They want to be able to, um, to share in the sacramental life of the church. So Amen. Father Kern, thank you. Glad so much. You're, you're a blessing to our diocese and to the local church. So God's blessings to you and to the seminarians uh, this year. Thank you, Father. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And we'll be right back after this break. Thank you. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. The only things hotter than the summer heat are the rates to run radio spots on the RPR network. That's not all. The signal of Real Presence Radio reaches an audience of over 2.1 million people across North Dakota, Minnesota, South Dakota, Wisconsin, and Wyoming. Hi, this is Brett Byler, Area Account Executive with Real Presence Radio, and I want to help you grow your business in front of a very faithful customer base. Don't wait. Call me, Brett Byler, at 605-670-8333. Built Upon a Rockfest has partnered with Rugged Rosaries for another giveaway. Nine rosaries will be given away, one each week, leading up to the concert on September 14th. These rosaries are beautiful and extremely rugged. The quality is unmatched. For a chance to win, simply like Built Upon a Rockfest posts on Facebook and Instagram. Each like gets you a chance to win. Full giveaway details can be found at builtuponarockfest.com. Good luck, and don't forget to mark your calendars for Built Upon a Rockfest on September 14th. 
Are you thirsting for God's love, His mercy, His forgiveness? You'll find that and so much more at the Thirst 2019 Eucharistic Conference at the Bismarck Event Center, Friday, October 25th through Sunday the 27th. Guest speakers include Dr. Edward Sree, Deacon Harold Burke Sivers, Curtis Martin, and Kendra Tierney. Daily Mass, Adoration, and Confessions are available during the conference. Register now online at bismarckdiocese.com slash thirst2019 and download the Thirst app. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Again, this is Father Tim Beeren along with Michael Goldsmith here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, Chancery, located in beautiful Winona, Minnesota. And as we have shared a little bit ago that we see students that are in the Mm -hmm. neighborhood, they're going back to school and getting ready. Not only, of course, are the students getting ready, but uh, the teachers are getting ready uh, and the teachers are preparing for another school year. I know that we have here in the Diocese of Winona, Rochester, our catechetical day that's going to be held this coming Monday. I know other dioceses throughout our listening area do similar exercises. And and it is important, of course, that, that not only are the students and families and parents of course prepared but the teachers throughout our listening area mm-hmm. so it is a very important part of that so heading back to school and and getting a uh, very uh, very excited for another school year. I was uh, recently with uh, a group of people in our community at a gathering, and and the excitement that not only the children have about going to school, but uh, their parents, of course, as well. Yeah, you know, it's just uh, being a parent. I have one more left that's in high school, but uh, you know, I've gone through the whole the whole gamut of of going through these beginning to get stuff together and you have to get everything ready and you're trying to get your school time in so that you can find your schedule and all that stuff you know and they're they're excited and but there's also a lot of uh turmoil or and I, I don't know what the word is you know they're just kind of you yeah, know, un- you know un- uneasy you know absolutely. and so how can parents you know really they need to kind of help their child be aware of that and that they're there for them and that you know that they can feel free to talk to them about things that are going on because this this all starts especially for children that maybe are transferring or going into another you know each one's going into a new grade they might have some friends but maybe they're transitioning into a larger group from you know elementary into uh, into the middle school or into high school and they're not really sure and they're having kind of you know they don't always talk so you got to really watch for those cues in the in your own children it's really helpful if parents begin to set uh the stage for going back to school even weeks in advance Mm -hmm. you know so they can become used to the new sleeping schedule they can become uh used to the new rising schedule and preparing for their day because if they just try to rip the band-aid off the first day of school with those <laughs> wonderful pictures it doesn't always work that way no, so uh, and so just to be prepared uh, really as they get into it and and I know the teachers appreciate that as well because the role of the teacher of course is to educate um, but they need to educate with the assistance of parents being parents they have so to be involved they, they certainly do and that's the first teachers of the children are the parents in the domestic church so you know 
prayer has to be a part of that. I mean, do you, do you see that in talking to some of your parishioners, Father, that, you know, having the family praying around their child and, and being involved and having family prayer, is that not so important? It's it's very important. And one of the things I just want to really invite uh, families to consider doing is is uh, those traditions. Then once the, once the children start going back to school is that when you um, have that evening meal or that evening prayer time before mm-hmm. they go to bed is to share one thing that happened during the school day, kind of as an examination of 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 their uh, of their day and it can be something simple but it is a way for you as a parent to be engaged in the life of your child so yeah. um and to hear more about this with an expert opinion we're grateful that uh, kathy engelman is joining us uh she is a 7 to 12 religion teacher at saint mary's catholic school in del rapid south dakota so we're grateful why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself kathy and welcome to real presence live Thank you. Thanks for having me. Um, well, I am 52 years old. I have uh, four children who are mostly grown, um, but we are helping raise our three-year-old grandson with my daughter who lives in our house, so we have a pretty busy household. And like you said, I, um, I teach 7 through 12 religion at St. Mary uh, Catholic Schools in Del Rapids, South Dakota. So as a 7th through 12th grade religion teacher, you certainly have to have a lot of joy in your heart to reach out. That's quite the broad uh, range of ages. And as you are well aware, as a teacher, each segment of those age groups have something different to offer. So um, how are you able to reach out to those students and how can you encourage other teachers and parents that are listening? How do you reach the different age groups with, with that concept and the understanding of our faith journey? You know... For me, it's a matter of getting to know the students um, and trying to reach their, them where they're at. Um, the seventh graders, they come in um, with a, a real love for the Lord, and so it's easy to jump on with that enthusiasm and um, expose them to new things. Um, it's a big responsibility to be um, given that, the chance to teach them new ideas and concepts and um, deeper levels of the faith. And then with those older high school kids, you know, sometimes... Um, they're dealing with stuff that may, that presents a challenge to them, and um, to be able to maybe be open and open about struggles that I've faced in my life and the way um, the gospel, um, the way Christ has led me, you know, out of darkness into the light, um, meet them in their brokenness. That seems to be the best way to create an authentic atmosphere that makes them open to to what I have to say. Right. Well, I'm Michael Goldsmith. I'm with Father Tim Beeren here, and we're talking with Kathy Engelman, and she's from St. Mary Catholic Schools in Del Rapids, South Dakota, and we are getting ready for the school year here. We're, we're, we're on the edge. We Some places have already started. So when you're gearing up and getting into the beginning of the school year, Kathy, what, you know, what can we kind of do to get that going and, you know, being that with the Catholic schools, of course, we have that opportunity to be able to have Christ available in that. But you know, not everybody is in the Catholic system, so I mean, they have they're going to just a, a, a regular school. So, how can we kind of help gear up for all of that? Well, one thing that I always try to do as I'm facing those last weeks on the calendar is. Um, for myself and my family to kind of make the most, kind of check all of those boxes about what I need to do in summer so that I don't feel like I got cheated out of my break. So um, maybe it's, you know, a trip to the drive-in with the kids or um, a day at the pool with my sisters or those sort of things. But then um, I think that 
anyone who wants to to really rev up for that school year um, as Catholics to take some extra time, um, whether it's a pilgrimage to a church you've never been for been to, or um, give yourself an, an hour of adoration, something to feed your spirit and and refresh the soul, so that when those kiddos come in the classroom, we have something to draw upon, something in a new perspective, maybe. Wow. Kathy, you have a phenomenal joy, and I haven't met you officially except here on the on the phone and being with us at uh, you know Real Presence Live here this morning. But your joy is contagious, and I'm sure that you are a joy to your young people. And and what you said about how you meet them where they're at—that is being a missionary disciple, that is living out the gospel. You are completely hitting the nail on the head. So you are uh, an inspiration to our listeners, I'm sure, and we can really um, learn and and grow from that. So. What, what is the one thing that you're um, looking forward to the best this year? Anything in particular? You know, I always enjoy just um, getting to know the kids a little bit better, um, trying to lead them into a little, just a little bit deeper, depending on where we're starting from. So um, I like to see what see where God's leading me and then see how maybe I might bring that to some, bring that joy to someone else. What is one of the biggest challenges as a teacher? You know, sometimes the biggest challenge is um, is you have to be on all the time. Teachers, to do it well, really aren't allowed to have a bad day. And if we're trying to be the hands and feet of Christ to every student and then also be a good, um, a good servant to our coworkers, Maybe sometimes you give up lunch break because a kid has peanut butter in their hair. That happened last year. Or, um, you know, mm-hmm. our prep time in the morning because a coworker comes in and they've had, you know, parents with health issues or something like that. So um, mm-hmm. learning to um, not let all of those stressors weigh down um, the joy of the day can sometimes be a challenge. Absolutely. Well, maybe maybe there's a reminder here for, you know, any parents that are listening. Again, I can't reiterate enough that, you know, the parents are the first teachers of their children. And they are, you know, you are, the teachers that you're sending them to are certainly a part of that. But how can a parent help the teacher in the classroom? I mean, that, you know, how can they do that? You know, that's important, is it not? Absolutely. I think, um, we can't stress enough how important it is for parents to be modeling um, faithful discipleship in their own walk to um, teach the children, their children, the importance of um, regular mass attendance and regular um, mm-hmm. reception of the sacrament of reconciliation, but also to be helpful, you know, to give with a joyful heart when a neighbor needs help um, and to somehow be able to, you know, to just serve at home when your kid needs something, um, to maybe not complain about it, even though you just walked in the door and the backpacks are all over the place. Maybe just take a breath and love them because they're done with their day, too, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, Kathy, again, a wealth of information as you are involved in St. Mary's Catholic School in Del Rapids, South Dakota. This is Father Tim Bierne again with Michael Goldsmith, and we're grateful that you are with us. Kathy, one more thing. Anything else you'd like to add before we let you go back to your work? You know, I think just uh, to remember that uh, we can't hang on to summer forever, that most of the year is the real world. And so um, it feels good to be back at what we're supposed to be doing. Um, So cherish the memories and then just dig on in. Amen to that. You are a gift, Kathy. Blessings with a new school year. (laughs) 
Thank you so much. And blessings to all the teachers out there. Yes, God bless you. Thank you. That is so great. That we do need to say a blessings for, for all of our teachers out there that are going to be coming back. And, uh, you know, just uh, maybe you want to say a quick blessing Absolutely. for them. Absolutely. So, God, our Heavenly Father, we ask you to pour out your blessings upon each and every one of our teachers, those that um, assist the teachers, our parents, and in particular, our students, our young people, that they may have the gifts of the Holy Spirit from their baptism enliven their hearts so they may be open to learning and grow in faith and love of Jesus. And we make this prayer through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thank you so much, Kathy. Oh, Kathy must be off. All right. All right. God bless you. And we're, we're at the end of our show almost here, Father. We've had a great show this morning. We're going to send it back up to Aaron to tell us a little bit what's going on on Monday. Absolutely. It's going to be an excellent show coming up here on Monday. We're going to be coming to you live from Mount Marty, Mount Marty College in Yankton, South Dakota, and we've got Jason Heron coming to talk about the the great things happening at Mount Marty. We're going to be talking with Father Scott Trainer during Straight Talk. Get those questions ready from 9.30 to 10 a.m. Central. We've got Brenda Wills coming on to talk about her inspirational story of, of faith during Inspired Sharing Your Journey and her journey of coming to the Catholic faith, coming, returning to the Catholic faith. We've also got Father Mark Lichter and Father Terry Anderson. You've heard it, two old priests on a bike. We'll hear more about that. And Ryan Peterson's going to be hitting the road with the Knights on Bikes. All this coming up here on Real Presence Live. Right back to you guys. Well, thank you so much, Aaron. I really look forward to that on Monday. We're getting ready to go into a weekend here, Father, and what a beautiful day it is right now. I think it's supposed to be beautiful. I don't know when your neck of the woods what it's supposed to do, but uh, we're just we're just blessed to be uh, alive with God leading us, uh, and we're and we're out here evangelizing uh, to the pe- good people of Minnesota. North Dakota, South Dakota, Wyoming, and Wisconsin. We're just so happy to be with you this morning. Absolutely. So wherever you are listening from, we're so grateful and humbled that you have tuned in to Real Presence Live. And continue to listen. I, I have it set on my dial number one, our local radio station, our local Catholic radio station here in our listening area is AM 970. But again, wherever you are at, put it number one. Yes. And listen often. <laughs> the, uh, uh, the the syndicated shows are an absolute delight and really even uh, teach us and give us great moments for girls. So, Michael, what a blessing for me to be with you this yes, morning. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule, Father. Absolutely. It's so, it's so blessed when you come on. You have such a, a great joy yourself when you come on, and it's very in, contagious of, of you. It, it lifts my spirit whenever I'm around you, Father. It's so, uh, I, I thank God for your friendship and, and your service that you give to the church here in Winona, Rochester Diocese, and especially to your parishes of St. Charles and uh, Yoda, Holy redeemer but uh, it's just great to to be with you thank you for that you know i had uh morning mass and and prayer prior before that and and uh traveling down again here to uh to be with you and the rest of our listeners it is always a a joy and a blessing to journey with people Mm -hmm. and uh just really a great gift of priesthood and so to be able to offer these uh two hours for the glory and honor of god so michael it is a gift thank you for that well we have 30 seconds do you want to say something real quick father before we leave well again god's blessings to everyone uh these are the last weekends before your young people go back to school make the best of it yes you're loved by god 
bless you, each and every one of you. Yes, God bless you, and thanks for being with us. This is Real Presence Live. We'll see you on Monday, and thanks so much for listening. You are a blessing to us, and we just thank you for everything that you uh, give us. God bless you. This has been Real Presence Live on the Real Presence Radio Network. Real Presence Live brings you inspirational stories of faith and a look at the good and holy things happening in our local area. Weekday mornings from 9 to 11 Central. Tune in for an encore of each show beginning Saturday morning at 6. Get the podcast any time of day or night at yourcatholicradiostation.com or on the Real Presence Radio app. And remember, you can be a part of the conversation through Facebook and Twitter. Real Presence Live, local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.